hey, this is a listener-supported or fan-supported or crowd-funded show. Thank you so much to the listeners who help make this show possible. Together, we keep the story going. All right, do you want to push the button so we can get started? Yeah, the play one over there. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is The Taste of a Smile, Part 23, Dress to Impress. Mary turned around and looked over her shoulder. Okay, these don't look that bad, she thought, inspecting her reflection in the mirror. She brushed some lint off of her thigh. She spun around, facing the mirror again, and adjusted her top for no particular reason. The soft, dark blue fabric fit her perfectly. Mary stepped closer and studied her face. She had decided to go very light on the makeup. That decision alone had taken a whole hour of her Saturday morning. She had spent three hours trying outfits before settling on this one. Mary wanted to look perfect for her date with Lex. The problem was she had no idea what the appropriate attire was for an opera rehearsal. She knew most people dressed up big time for a real concert. But what about a rehearsal on a Saturday afternoon? Jeans and a shirt certainly would be far too casual. Plus, there were other things to take into consideration like looking her best for Lex. Mary took in a deep breath and inspected her appearance one more time. Pants, check. Top, check. Hair, check. Makeup, shit. Maybe she should put on some eyeshadow after all. A sudden knock on the door made her jump. She grabbed her phone from a small table by the mirror and checked the time. It was 11.30 a.m., she knew there was only one person who could be knocking at this hour. Mary tucked a strand of hair behind her ear and opened the door. Hey, Grandma, she said, stepping back to let Elsa in. There you are. Elsa smiled. I was starting to wonder if you were stuck in Washington. Mary lowered her gaze. Sorry, I should have come up and said hi last night. I was just so tired. That wasn't true, and Mary immediately felt terrible for lying to her grandmother. The truth was that she had been bursting with energy and had purposefully stayed in her own apartment because of it. She had been on such a high after Lex had asked her out on a date. And not just any date. She would see Mildred North perform. Mary had had a grin plastered on her face all night. And she hadn't wanted her grandma to ask questions about it. Elsa looked her up and down with raised eyebrows. She was in an old, faded tracksuit this morning. You look lovely, she said. Mary stuck her hands in her pockets. Thank you. I wanted to ask if you can help me move some plants, but it looks like I came at a bad moment, Elsa said. What plants? Mary asked, eager to shift the focus away from herself. Elsa pointed to the front of the house. The big ones by the window. I want to create a sitting area in the sunlight. I need more vitamin D. Mary didn't even blink at her grandma's latest odd project. 
She quickly considered the pros and cons of helping her out before leaving. She felt guilty about avoiding her grandma, but also didn't want to ruin her outfit. Where are you going? Elsa asked, stepping into Mary's living room. Mary hurried after her. Several of the outfits she had tried on were thrown onto the couch. Um, the Met, she said. Elsa picked up a pair of black jeans and folded them over her arm. The neighborhood? No, Mary replied, gathering her other clothes. I'm going to an opera rehearsal. Really? Elsa asked, her expression as surprised as her tone. Mary felt her cheeks starting to heat up. She hurried into her bedroom. You know I like classical music? Yes, Elsa said, following Mary. But aren't rehearsals open to patrons only? Mary threw her clothes onto the unmade bed. In the corner of the room, her suitcase lay open with a tumble of clothes she had taken to Washington, D.C. on full display. <laughs> You've made a mess today, Elsa chuckled. If you're not careful, you'll end up just like me. Mary couldn't stop the wide smile that tugged at the corners of her mouth. Mom sure would hate that. Elsa placed the pants she had picked up on the bed. Yes, she would. She's much like her father that way. Always tidying up. I'm not sure I would have gotten along with Grandpa, Mary commented, picking up a pair of socks from the floor. Elsa folded her hands in front of her belly. You would have. Your Grandpa and I rarely fought about my mess. Mary stared at her boots. She had picked a pair without heels so she could walk to the mat. Mom and I fight, she said. Elsa smiled. That's because you're both stubborn. So are you. Mary snorted. It runs in the family, I guess, Elsa said, her eyes twinkling. I guess so, Mary replied, grateful for this moment with her grandma. Elsa gestured for them to go back to the small living room. So how did you get into that rehearsal? Mary closed the bedroom door behind them. My boss had some tickets. And she offered them to you? That's very thoughtful, Elsa said. Not exactly, Mary admitted. She gave them to Lex, and Lex asked me if I wanted to go. Elsa crossed her arms. Lex? Mary quickly walked to the hallway and grabbed her coat. Yeah, the new store manager? The one you thought was absolutely awful? Elsa asked. She didn't bother hiding her amusement. Mary literally felt herself blush from the tips of her ears all the way down to her chest. I was wrong about that. She put her arms through the sleeves of the coat clumsily. Elsa had her gaze fixed on her granddaughter. Well, have fun, dear. She finally said with what could only be described as a knowing smile. Thanks. I might be home late, Mary said, pulling up her zipper too fast, catching some of the skin of her chin. Shit. Elsa stroked Mary's chin affectionately. Don't worry. I won't wait up for you, she teased. Lex was waiting at the top of the stairs in front of the Met. She was looking the other way and it gave Mary some time to study her date. Her heart skipped a beat as she took in Lex. 
The wind was playing with her short, dark hair. The sun bounced off Lexa's sunglasses, which she had pushed up on her head. Her dress pants were wide-legged and extremely elegant. Mary stopped in her tracks. Lex looked so beautiful and relaxed. Mary wasn't sure if it was the spring weather or the butterflies in her stomach that made the image so perfect. She certainly hadn't paid this much attention to anything she had seen during her walk over here. She had been too nervous for that. Now that Mary saw Lex, though, some of her anxiety subsided. Lex turned her head and spotted Mary. She waved. Mary's smile reached her eyes. She hurried up the stone stairs, hopping from one step to the next. Hey you, Lex said. Her grin matched Mary's. Hi, Mary said in between two breaths, fidgeting with the zipper of her coat. Lex hesitated, then spread her arms for a hug. Mary happily stepped closer and pressed her cheek against Lex's as they embraced. The last remains of Mary's insecurities melted away. You look beautiful, Lex whispered in her ear. Mary breathed in Lex's scent. So do you. She ran her hand over Lex's back. Lex brushed her lips over Mary's cheek. Mary instinctively lifted her chin, exposing her neck. Lex placed a soft kiss, but then straightened abruptly. She was blushing. I just remembered we're in public, she said, her eyes darting around. Mary loosened her grip. <laughs> right. She giggled and stepped back. Lex scratched her hair. The doors should be open by now, I think. Better go and find the side entrance. You've never been to the Met? Mary asked, surprised. Lex glanced at the building. I've been here a couple of times. I try to go whenever Millie performs. I guess Hannah would make you if you didn't, Mary teased. Lex chuckled. <laughs> yeah, she would. I would do the same if my girlfriend were a famous diva, Mary joked. I'm surprised she hasn't sent all Le Roi employees to the opera during team events. Lex's brow creased a little. What? Mary asked, still smiling. Lex rubbed her cheek. I didn't tell Hannah I'm bringing you today. Oh, right. Mary nodded slowly. That makes sense, I guess. Lex's eyebrows dropped in relief. I just felt it might be better to avoid that conversation with Hannah for now. I want to enjoy our time together without making things too complicated. Mary ignored the soft pang of disappointment in her chest. Rationally, Mary knew Lex had done the right thing for the right reasons, and so she nodded again. Yeah, let's not bother Hannah with this for the time being. What if Mildred North sees us, though? She asked. Lex froze for a moment, as if she hadn't considered that possibility yet. Nah, she finally said. Millie is super busy with this new production. I'm sure she'll be expected backstage with the team afterwards to discuss the rehearsal. Mary arched an eyebrow, but didn't challenge Lex. She had never been to an opera before, so she guessed Lex would know better. She looked around the square in front of the Met. An elderly couple strolled by, holding hands. Lex followed her gaze. That's so cute, she said and brushed her finger over Mary's hand. Mary looked down. She wanted to grab Lex's hand, but didn't dare after what they had just discussed. 
What if someone saw them walking around like that? Then again, Lexa just hugged her. Talk about mixed signals. I guess we should find that side entrance, she suggested, eager to stop worrying. Yeah, Hannah told me to find the door all the way to the right. They fell into step together, crossing the square in silence. Mary studied the imposing glass front of the theater. None of the large chandeliers inside were lit. As they approached the last door on the right, a young man opened it. Good afternoon, he said, sticking his head outside. Are you here to see Agrippina? Lex nodded, pulling a small wallet out of the inner pocket of her jacket. Yes, my name is Lex Emsworth. He nodded, smiled at both of them, and gestured for them to come inside. There, he stepped behind a host stand. He didn't have to look for the right name on his list and swiftly placed a mark on the paper. Mary studied his reddish hair and freckled face while he picked up two tickets in the booklet. He handed all of them to Lex. You're in zone A today. Please follow the signs and one of my co-workers will be waiting for you to take your coats and show you to your seats. Thank you. Thank you. Lex and Mary said together. Their eyes met and Lex winked. Oh, I'm sorry, the guy said. I almost forgot. Miss North has invited both of you to visit her backstage after the rehearsal. This was part 23 of The Taste of a Smile. The next episode will be out in two weeks. If you enjoy this podcast and would like to help it survive and thrive, visit lesbianromantic.com slash support. That's lesbianromantic.com slash support. The show's community is now two years old. That's amazing. Time has flown by. I want to thank all the fellow romantics for bringing so much joy into my life, being able to share my work and some of my daily life with you, and reading all about yours truly is a blessing. Okay, that's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you in two weeks. Bye. Welcome to the Bells and Whistles Theater. Step inside and follow me into an enchanted realm of sound. It would be my privilege to welcome you to the Bells and Whistles Theater today. Go to the Patreon membership page and see if there's a seat available. Patreon.com slash lesbianromantic.